Welcome to Cheap Wine and Good Food. I'm Virginia Palencia, and my friend Marion Breland is here. Hello, hello. All right. Uh, the premise of this podcast is we're going to drink cheap wine and yum. tell you about it. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> and tell you about it. And uh, also talk about food because that's really uh, one of our favorite things on earth. Yes. We're not experts. Um, we're just two people figuring it out. One bottle, one glass at a time, right? And a good Friday night, Saturday night, just the weekend in general. Well, actually, technically, tonight is Sunday night. Well, tonight, yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. But for future recording, yeah. it's probably going to be Friday or Saturday because we have to look legitimate. Uh, we're parents, <laughs> we got jobs. Yes. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> oh wait, I'm the one with all the jobs. Yes, yes, you have a job. I'm at home now, chilling gotcha. at home. All yes. right, all right. Well, uh, the wine that we're looking at today is a Malbec, uh, and it's Alamos Malbec. And if you haven't tried it, I think we both recommend it a lot. Um, you can get it for about eight bucks a total wine, or if you got like a Costco membership, even cheaper. It's a really good crowd pleaser. If you like something that's, in, it's a little intense, but kind of easy to drink at the same time, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes, yes. Especially when you chill it. Yeah, we like to chill it. We're yes. heathens. Uh, we <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to think I was breaking the rules. And then when I started going to Spain, I'm like, they do it here all the time. So I'm just Spanish. Oh, that's what go. I'm doing. That's what, that's what we are. Doing. That's what we are. But honestly, if it's a little intense for you, sticking it in the fridge for like an hour, get it down to about 60 degrees, it makes it good. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. And did you know like a lot of people weren't drinking Malbecs till like 10 years ago in the States? No, I didn't know that. I thought it was a... No. It's a common wine. Really? I think it's like on the rise now, but... Oh. What when I was for? doing my investigative research on Wikipedia... <laughs> That they used to use it in France to like blend a Bordeaux, right? Oh. Um, but there's really like one, like one region in France that can grow it. And so some Argentinians were like, "Yo, can we can we get some of this grapes and give it a try?" And in Argentina, it just blew up. It blew up so much that now they're trying it out in Chile, and of course the United States. Because see, you know way more than I do because I thought it was here. Yeah. No. No. Thought. No. Oh, no. Don't you remember when we were at the Costco line and that guy went crazy because I had like eight bottles of these for my parents' anniversary? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But wait, he was talking about like South America or someplace. He was talking about the Alamos. Oh. Yeah. I bought a bunch of these for uh, my parents' anniversary and I'm just innocent. I'm in my like sweats. I'm probably not looking like I'm the richest woman <laughs> in the world. My hair is in a struggle bun. Yeah. We're parents. <laughs> Remember, we're parents. Yeah, yeah. But you were with me. I was. Looking just as classy. <laughs> with my minion. <laughs> and this guy, he just turns to me, he's like, do you even know what a Malbec is? <laughs> Why not, sir? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me more. And you want to know what? He didn't tell me that it used to be in France, only blended as a Bordeaux. And he didn't tell me that it didn't become popular until 10 years ago. Mm. Instead, I felt like he was taking an accusatory tone. Like, he said you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I felt like he thought I was a rookie. Yeah. And I felt like, one, we all have things to learn in life. But yeah. two, what on earth made you think I was an amateur at this? But you make assumptions. <laughs> 
got eight bottles. <laughs> I have commitments. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, so that was just really weird. But yeah, this is a good one. Um, we're going to be trying out, I think, other Malbecs too, but I like this oh, one. This is a good it's one. It's a good yes. price. It's a good and uh, it tastes expensive, if, if you know what I mean. Yes. You could fool your friends. They won't know. Mm-mm. And actually, according to this guy, if you just show up with the Malbec, wow. you've already ahead of the eight ball because... They just know it by the name. Yeah, none of your know. scuzzy friends could possibly... Scuzzy? <laughs> 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 ...have any sophistications. But I guess for context, people don't know where we live. Uh, oh, We yeah. were shopping in Newport News, uh, Virginia, mm. which, while it has a rich history... Yes, yes. Probably <laughs> is not known... For its sophistication. Not Newport News, no. No, no. no. You got to go to like Williamsburg. Oh, yeah. We were 45 miles short of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you something about Williamsburg. You can, you can find the wine down here on the south side. You can go up to the Williamsburg like wine and cheese shop or those other fancy places. And your bottles will now be marked up oh, two yeah. to three times. Oh, yeah. Easily. You're paying $20. Easily. So who's not the expert? Here, I need to cheer to that. Oh, yeah. We're going to cheer to that. <laughs> yes. We can save a dollar. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Marion here is an amazing cook. Uh, I don't know if you guys oh. know that, but... Um, How would they? <laughs> she, that's true. She criticizes me a lot. She, uh, she questions my judgment at times, my ability to use seasonings. It's all in fun. I love her. Yeah. I love her. She's my sister. We're not really sisters, <laughs> but she's my sister. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just different backgrounds. She's like, really? You use that? That's what you use? <laughs> you know what, though? Let me tell you something. Everybody on the street was kind of raising their eyebrow, like twitching a little bit at me. Mm. But the last time we went to Costa Rica, I had to bring back how many bags <laughs> of Inca seasoning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got those spices on lock. You do. Yeah. I look like a straight drug dealer yeah. uh, with my Ziploc bags. And we're waiting for the summer to roll around again. Uh, yep, yep. Got to go to the spice markets, right? Got to go to the yeah. Mercado. You do. Got to hook it up. I now have connections on the street. <laughs> You're my dealer. Yeah. My spice dealer. Well, that so. sounds bad. We didn't really like cook cook tonight, but it's Super Bowl Sunday, so I'm really just in it for the nachos. It's finger food night. That's what I call it. Let's see. We did wings. We did. Uh, but we cheated. We used uh, other people's seasoning. <laughs> didn't do did our own. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. I, I didn't even. I didn't even doctor it. I just was like, I'm just slapping it on a pan, and uh, people will eat it. They ate it. They're we gone. made. Uh, we grilled carne asada. Made carne asada nachos. That's a fan favorite in this house. They were delicious. Uh, Marion thought she was just coming over here to be entertained, but I Man. made her make guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> thought I was just going to chill. Nope. Here's a knife. <laughs> Man, your technique at opening an avocado, like, that was gorgeous. Tina would have been oh. proud. Oh, I've always, that's how I was taught. It was so nice and neat. Like, there was, it was like, you could have run, like, <laughs> dental floss across yeah. the line. It was, it was perfect. It was, it was with precision. I'm always messy with peaches and avocados. I oh, get really? impatient. Oh, no. no, it's just one swick, one quick move, just a swish around. Yeah, yeah. That's good. What else do we make? Um, oh God, shrimp. The shrimp. Oh man, okay. the shrimp were amazing. Look, everybody has a way of doing shrimp, but I think 
I prefer the way we do it here in the Tidewater area because it's just simple. Mm -hmm. You don't want to overthink it. Mm -hmm. You get a pot, you put your shrimp in it, <laughs> you find one beer. Don't use really cheap beer. I made that mistake. People will tell you it's all the same. I no, there's a difference. The I once used like Natty Ice <laughs> or like Schlitz. <laughs> no. <laughs> get like a mid-grade beer that you can part with. Yeah. Uh, I did some yinglings left over from that anniversary party. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, I put one, just one beer per pound of shrimp, uh -huh. in essence. One handful of Old Bay. You just put the lid on. You crank up the heat. And when it's all pink, you're done. Can't overcook it, though. No. That's the that's mistake, mistake people make. Yep, that's the mistake right there. You mm. get that rubbery shrimp in there, it's no good. It's not the mm -hmm. same anymore. Then you pull it out, and then if you're like me, because I really like the Old Bay, I put it back all over and just dust it all over, because I guess people don't know why you do that, right? Some people... Don't know if you don't know if you don't know. I don't the reason know. you dust the old bay on it so it gets on your finger, so then it gets into your shrimp, and then yeah. as you peel it, you get the spice. I was gonna say I didn't know people didn't know not to do that. <laughs> what? Oh. Well, I lived in the great state of Ohio for four years, and oh. uh, no offense, but that's not a seafood culture at all. <laughs> I can see that Ohio, yeah. not a Thai culture, not a not a lot of cultures. Man, I can already see the letters that will be coming in. Don't you know Ohio is a food capital of the universe? No. Nah. Nah. It's the hot dog capital yes. of the universe. They were so serious about the hot dogs. I interviewed really? some guy once and he was like, yeah, we invented hot dogs. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Germans did that, but I didn't want to make them angry. I was like, like, you really, you think you invented sausage? <laughs> I hate that. That's a bold claim, sir. <laughs> okay. And people okay. would routinely be like, we're going to go out to, you know, go get hot dogs. And I'm like, Okay, thinking it would be like this glorious, like homemade hot dog, homemade sausage. No, it's just Oscar Mayer. Not even an Nathan's. Oh, mm mm. I don't do Oscar Mayer. They anymore. cut up hot dogs and put it in salad. I saw that. They cut up hot dogs, <gasps> put it in macaroni and cheese. Are y'all the potato salad people with the hot dog? The yeah, potato that, salad. Cake yeah, don't say y'all. I, I don't own Ohio. Okay. I was just transferred there because a, a husband's job. I saw that on YouTube once, and I was like, "What is that?" Oh, they do. They put it in mac. Oh God. I swear to God, I saw hot dog soup once, but I can't remember if that's just like me exaggerating in my mind, but I feel I saw it once on a line. They do beans and franks. Oh, I'm going to root. I got a hot dog and mac and cheese. I can do a bean and frank. It's okay. Beanie weenies is good. I grew up on beanie weenies back okay. in the day. No shame. Yeah. No shame. I was in Girl Scouts. That's what we ate. We camped. We ate beanie weenies. I got kicked out of Girl Scouts. We won't talk about that. What does let you fill in the blanks? You can't mess up a cookie order. <laughs> it's problematic when 200 of your cookies are bought by your uncle, Fred Forconi. <laughs> and it's a prejudicial time in the 1970s. And they feel that you might have sold cookies to the mob. Hey, it was cookie money. Cookie money is cookie money. He was my godfather. Same. He was my godfather. And he loved me. And that's all they needed to know. You know? He supported you. You know what else they did weird up there? French fries on salad. I ordered a salad once. I was like, man, I've eaten a lot of grease. I want a nice, good, fresh salad. And it came out, and it had hot, greasy French fries on top. That doesn't even make sense. Why would they do that? I don't feel like they're dieting people. French fries on salad. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a Pittsburgh, like Ohio panhandle kind of thing. Like, I don't know. That's crazy. I don't even understand that. That doesn't even... It didn't take... Where was the salad dressing? How'd you have French fries? 
I just kind of they, picked him up. Were they was like, I picked him up. I'm like, what is this? But I didn't want to be rude were they to the people at my table because they, it was like nobody was looking at me like this was a strange thing. <laughs> and no. I kept like looking around trying to gauge the table's reaction. And then you kind of realize, like, I think this is normal. And I just quietly picked him off, but the, yeah, the sal was really gross. Because I wasn't in the mood for that. You I don't know what even I mean? understand. Lettuce with potato, fried potatoes. They didn't even go together. I feel like, I feel like Weight Watchers has a long way to go. In this <laughs> Like they've got, they've got California in a lock. Like everybody there is already in the yeah. like vegan, you know, yeah. no GMO mindset. But it's a rough sell uh, in places like Detroit and Cleveland. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Yeah. So you That's never had crazy. an experience like that. You lived overseas. No. You never had something really just strange, like outside the box. It was like normal for you, became weird overnight. Um, you lived in Korea, right? I lived in Korea, but I mean, it was it was it was okay because if I didn't want it, I just didn't get it. So they didn't them, like violate the normal. Yeah, order no, food. they didn't. No, they you ordered it, they brought you what you ordered. There was nothing different. I mean, you could have got you some frog, you know, freshly <laughs> cut up. That's not cool. <laughs> but you're from Louisiana, so like your frog threshold should be pretty low. I'm thinking. I saw the great Muppet caper. Yeah, but they just like, they just, no. You don't do frog legs? <laughs> no, no, I'll eat frog legs if they're fried. I don't do, um, like, they eat, they, they take the frog and they like split it open and they eat the insides. They eat, it's like, no, that's not cool. Like the gizzards? Yeah, they eat. Oh, wait, that's a, that's a that's turkey. Chick- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about a frog because it's like amphibious. Yeah, no, they, they eat the some. The They eat some of everything over there. Like texture for them, they don't, I don't think they understand what texture is. Everything can be, I don't know, it's just different over there. I do think like different cultures have a different. Yeah, they can. Different response to like. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, that is not natural. <laughs> Because, like, that's true. Like, the one sushi that I cannot get behind is sea urchin, and it's the texture. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I can't do it. Nope. The texture is too... But other mm-hmm. things, like salmon, the tuna, is delicious. I can eat that. I can eat that. Delicious. Yes. Um, and, and eel. I like eel. Eel's good. Yes. But I like eel. I had the sea urchin once. I was like, sure. You know, like, I love sushi. Yeah. And then I was like, I have I found got, my limit. My problem is I got a husband who doesn't... He claims to like everything, but no. You put it in front of him, he's like, what's that? Mm-mm. <laughs> Next. Oh. That's Kevin. Yeah. But that's probably because he didn't live overseas as a kid. I think no. that probably left you no. more open. Yeah, because he's Mr. Mississippi, a.k.a. Chicago. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, whatever one he decides to pick for the day. but Yeah. Uh, yeah, they didn't do that kind of stuff when he grew up, so it's, it was new for him. When he joined the Navy, that's when he started getting into everything and tasting. Well, you have tasting. to, you're going... Yeah. But I would have thought like French fries in the South was more of a country thing than an Ohio thing. I'm gonna look that up when we get done with this because that (laughs) makes. I'm not. I don't want to offend anybody, but I gotta look into this. I think we've already offended like three groups of people. Oh, I'm so sorry. Five minutes. I apologize. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have a sorry, not sorry corner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is us. (laughs) Sorry. This is us. So speaking of which, what's the grossest thing you've ever eaten? I need more wine. Oh, the grossest thing. How are you doing? 
I don't know if we could talk about that because that might be something somebody cooked over here. I don't know. Oh, me? Here? Not here. No. Just, Come on you know, I'm saying in the state of Virginia, I might have went to somebody's house and they made something. and I might not remember and then say it and they'd be like, oops. <laughs> oops later. Like, my bad. I'm not a big fan of, like, liver... Right? I'm not a big fan of anybody else's cooking. That's my thing. Really? I like your cooking. Thank you. Um, I have, I'm very particular because, you know, I'm a clean freak. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that whole, did you sip that off that spoon? Marion has, <laughs> has, has a core belief that everybody sips from their spoon oh to God. keep sticking it back in the pot and sipping like into an infinity loop. Oh, my God. And so her worst nightmare <laughs> is watching somebody do that. <laughs> And having them serve her, especially if, like, the meal oh, looks amazing. My anxiety's just kicking in. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I've seen it happen, and I'm just like, oh, my God, we're not eating here again. This is our last night. So that hasn't happened. Well, I've seen it here. Not seen it here, but, you know, in the neighborhood, in the area. Yeah. Some people, they're not conscious of, because they're normally cooking for themselves or their family, and they don't think about that. I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to share your DNA, so... <laughs> But you know, according to 23 and me, we're all related. (laughs) I could be like 0.08% your cousin. You probably are. We get along so well. I don't like many women, women, so you know, there's something there. (laughs) Something. I think the thing I hate most when like people are cooking is, it's not the cleanliness factor, although that does skeeve me out. I think what I hate the most is when somebody invites you over to eat and it's really clear they don't enjoy cooking. And they're very stressed out, and they're, like, snapping at their partner, snapping at their kid. And it's like, I now really feel like this is a horrible imposition. (laughs) And I also kind of believe you put your psychic energy into your food, (laughs) and you're spewing, like, tension and hatred. All that negativity. Right? And chase off, it's like meat, right? Your meat's tough now. (laughs) And the meat has already got the trauma from the poor animal's, like, horrible life, you know? Yeah, I can see that. And meanwhile, when I go over here cooking, I'm like, I'm to my chick, I'm like, you know, thank you for your sacrifice. Just, like, I try to put love in it. I try to, like, put only good things in there. So that's actually more offensive to me than sipping out of the spoon because unfortunately or fortunately, I've had to eat in some pretty sketchy situations I mean, and try to have grace, you know. It's there have been times where, you know, you in this country and you're like, oh, well, this is it. I just got to <laughs> gotta bite the bullet. So, you know, times like that have happened. But that's when I order meat on the stick. I'm like, <laughs> just give me that. <laughs> Man, that is like, that is my travel hack across Europe. When all else <laughs> fails, kebabs. Yep. <laughs> Let me get that. Yeah. That's right. It's okay. <laughs> it's cooked. It's cooked. It's cooked. It's probably going to be pretty damn juicy. It'll... <laughs> it's on the rotisserie yep. spit. Everything's yeah. killed. All the bacteria's gone. Give me that. Yeah. You don't want this? Mm-mm. I'm good. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, yeah. Well, this was fun. Yeah. So, I guess just one more topic yes. uh, to discuss since we did some nachos and uh, we talked about how to cook the shrimp or whatever, I'm just kind of curious, when did you first eat Mexican food and what did you eat and kind of what was your experience? I can remember Mexican back from when I was a kid. My dad was in the army, so we traveled a lot. So Uh I've, I've been exposed to everything. So when you're on a military base, there's everybody. Oh yeah? And we grew up um, 
in the in a church setting, right? So everybody in the military always went to the church on base. So we would always have potlucks and meals. Oh. So everybody always brought whatever. You and know. you'd have like different cultures yes. all in there because the military, like I heard, was one of the most um, desegregated workspaces oh, in the United there's States. Definitely different groups. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. But, but, but at the end of the day, it's yes. not all like one group. There's oh, a bunch all, of different groups. Yeah. I mean, we were closer. I want to say. Back when I was younger, I could see the military people being closer than what they are today. Today, it's more about me and how am I going to get ahead, and then you have your group of friends. But it's not like back when I was a kid, man, everybody came together. We were all family. It didn't matter who we were. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now it's a lot of hatred. A lot of hatred. Yeah? It's bad. And I grew up in a military town because by the time I was coming up, my dad was done with the Navy. Mm -hmm. But he was still working for the Navy as a cultural person. Okay. Which is hysterical, if you know my parents. <laughs> okay, I do. I need to break them down for just like a second, right? How will we describe my father? How will we describe okay. Pop? Well, it's, he's changing, so it's different. He was, he was stern when I first met him. I was scared of him at first. Everybody is. <laughs> I, was, I was scared. Including was like, his grown children. He's like, hi. <laughs> he's intense but now oh he's lovable now he's yeah, lovable that's cause that's I, I cause he got a health bear. diagnosis yeah. <laughs> I call him a teddy bear but he's so so thin and pearl yeah but uh yeah no he was now. just he was just kinda like a titan when I was a kid like a giant yeah. a former boxer and just really um a self made person yeah. right mm-hmm. and intense suffers no bullshit <laughs> nothing none and no pretense. Doesn't oh, matter yeah. how much money that man would acquire. He's like, this is all I need. Yep. My my raggedy polo <laughs> and my khaki pants. <laughs> oh man, he's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, believe it or not, he was asked to be like a cultural attaché, <laughs> uh huh, to the Norfolk Naval Base, and nice. as a result, we had um, a different group every six months of people studying yeah. at the Staff College. Okay. And they were doing this whole initiative where they were bringing in people from Turkey. They were bringing in people from different European nations. And so sometimes it was just an absolutely Australia, an amazing experience. Um, and then sometimes it was just kind of like not so great. I remember we were hosting French Canadians and for a long time I didn't want to go to Montreal like just based on these. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> they were just... They were just weird and, and kind of odd. And then later I went to Montreal. I'm like, these people are lovely. You know what I mean? Like, what a mistake. But yeah, I, say, I haven't met a, Can- a Canadian. I haven't liked Yeah, no, so. I know, right? Like, in lieu of our current politics. <laughs> looking better every day. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, of all people, uh, they had him doing it. And initially it was Australians who were like the biggest drunks oh. in the universe. Really? Oh, my God. Oh my God, I have distinct memories of like <laughs> us with no seatbelts and my parents driving on the base and my mom just like puking out of the side of the car because <laughs> they just couldn't keep up. You know, like my parents thought they were, my parents uh, thought they knew how to drink, but yeah. they were so outclassed and like so out of their leagues, you know? Yeah. yeah. That is one thing about the military. They do teach you how to drink. Yeah. And, and my oh. dad, my dad was out of the military at that point. He's soft. You know? <laughs> I mean, you see my husband. He thinks he can drink. <laughs> he has a particular style. No, no, no. One time my dad had to go to work, like, on a Monday after a weekend of just tying it on with these people. <laughs> and they were doing flaming hooker shots. Oh, man. And uh, if you don't know my dad, right, he's got a really full mouth. 
and he burned his lip, and it was like all the way up to his nose, and uh, and he had to go in to work, and they're just like, what the? <laughs> it looked like someone had beaten the mess out of him. Oh man. Yeah, it was yeah. a rough time for his liver, I'm sure. I've never done a flaming shot of anything. They were sad reason. when they went, but I also think like their livers just like sighed a, a heave of relief. Get some more cranberry juice. Yeah, it was rough. But uh, anyway, thanks for for listening. Yes. And uh, we'll be back soon. And uh, thank you so much for hopefully subsidizing our wine habit. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode or any of our episodes, please hit subscribe or take a minute to leave a rating and a review. This helps us get closer to our goal and helps other people find us and join in the fun. We really appreciate your support and we look forward to drinking more with you one glass at a time. Bye.